Thompson. On today's show, we chat with the fabulous Tapri Hewitt, mortgage advisor extraordinaire, to get her take on growing your investments in this current market. Plus, we're heading to the Bay of Plenty to check out what's happening in their region. and welcome to Property Matters. Don't forget each week you can listen live on Planet FM 104.6 FM in Auckland or head to Spotify, Apple Podcasts or iHeartRadio to download our weekly episodes. And remember, if you've got any questions you would like answered by our legal team, send us an email to propertymatters at barfoot.co.nz. Now, I'm absolutely delighted to welcome back to the show a good friend, Tapri Hewitt, who not only is going to chat to us all things financial tonight, but is actually giving up time on her holiday. She's beaming in from Rarotonga. Welcome back, Tapri. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you for having me back. And yes, I am on the island or the beautiful island of Aitutaki in the Cook Islands. Fantastic. Well, I'm really jealous because when we're pre-recording this, it is a miserable wet day here in Auckland and I bet you've had sunshine. Oh, we've definitely had some sunshine. It's beautiful here. Gorgeous. (laughs) So tell our listeners, in case they haven't caught up with you before, a little bit about you and your journey that led up to being managing director of your own company. Yeah, no, absolutely. So um, I have always had a significant interest in property uh, at, a, at a young age, and that has stemmed from, uh, from my father. And uh, yeah, so I've always had this, um, you know, desire to sort of own my own home, but don't, not only own my own home, to accumulate, um, you know, or acquire more property. And uh, funnily enough, that game Monopoly, um, you know... <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, I, I was pretty good at that that, uh, that game, and you know, just seeing how, you know, the concept is all the same, right? You 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 buy property, you accumulate that, you buy the hotel, and and all of that, and then people land on, on on your area, and um, and they have to pay you. So it, you know, um, I've always loved that game, and that's where it sort of stemmed from as well. That's brilliant. And tell us a little bit now about your company. Yeah, so Hewitt Mortgages is a a boutique company in Auckland based in Ponsonby. We have two advisors and an assistant uh, working with us. We have grown over the last couple of years. Um, We have, I guess, a a diverse range of clients from uh, first home buyers to property investors. Um, actually, property investors make up a, a small portion of um, of our client base. It's mainly uh, first home buyers as well as our existing um, existing clients who who actually own property, and those are the ones that are really looking to um, to purchase the investment property because they feel they have the uh, equity in their property to to purchase. Right. So, so what is it about the whole financial side and investing that you love so much? Well, money is an interesting thing, isn't it? You know, when you, um, I think when I see retirement and, you know, I've seen a lot of friends and family retire uh, over the years, um, you know, some have ended up with nothing. You know, they have a huge reliance on the um, on the government uh, for the pension. And, you know, and, and that to me, I think, um has really triggered something in me that I, I need to help people, you know, think about what, um, 
you know, what property can do uh, for you in terms of financial well-being, being able to live free in retirement. That has been quite a uh, important aspect for for myself. So if I can help one or two people um, live well in retirement, then hey, that would be amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think we think about our retirement enough till it's too late. You suddenly hit those 40s and go, oh, will my children become lawyers and look after me? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's, you know, it's really good to think about investing, albeit whether it's property or managed funds. It's really important to think about that from an early age. Absolutely. What do you think is one of the biggest challenges facing property investors these days? Yeah. So one of the biggest challenges is the uh, the deposit that's required. So if you're buying, if you're wanting to purchase an existing property, one that's already built, it's not a new build. Um, you know, you have to have a 40% deposit. Uh, that is a huge barrier for people wanting to get um, onto the property, um, onto the investment property ladder. Um, and also your ability to meet the bank's affordability for lending criteria. With the interest rates being significantly high, people are struggling to, to meet the bank servicing uh, criteria. So yeah, that, those are some of the struggles. Yeah. And after a booming 2020 and 2021, despite a pandemic, who would have thought? Um, but how have your clients fared in the tougher light of 2022? Yeah, look, it, it has been tough. The, the property market in general has been tough for 2022 and for our clients. So we had a lot of our clients, um, you know, lock in at quite low interest rates in 2020. Uh, and some have just come off their, their fixed rates. Uh, and now are having to, you know, lock in at double the rates, even triple in some cases. Uh, and yeah, it is very expensive. That means the repayments that, you know, have doubled and they've had to re sort of review their, their budgets and, and make sure that they can afford their, uh, their loan repayments. Mm. Mm. So it's been tough. It has. If we switch now to sort of first home buyers, what advice would you give someone thinking about buying their first property to live in themselves? The advice I would give someone purchasing their first property is, first of all, engage an amazing mortgage broker <laughs> like myself. And start the conversation <laughs> early. Yeah. Absolutely. Start the conversation early. There's so many first home buyers that hold back because they think properties are out of reach. But if they engage the right person early on, even if they're not ready, uh, can put them on the, you know, on the right path. Set a plan. I mean, I've been working with some clients for well over a year and all of a sudden they've bought. Um, and that's because we've put them on a plan. I've checked in from time to time and and when the right time hits, then I guide them through the whole property buying process and their finances. Uh, so another piece of advice I would give first home buyers, just make sure you reduce that consumer debt. That, mm. that is a huge barrier to getting lending or meeting the bank's requirements. So you've got to make sure that, you know, it's as clean as possible, but of course, engage somebody first. Yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned earlier with investors needing a 40% deposit. Is it the same for a first-home buyer if they're going to live it themselves? So if it's a first-home buyer, um, and depending on your circumstances, so it's anywhere from 5% to 20% deposit. So when I talk about 5%, there are um, obviously certain criteria you have to meet, but with 5%, it's definitely, it's called it like a first-home loan. Various banks offer these types of um, products but it is very strict lending criteria. So really you have the deposit, you've got to demonstrate that you have saved at least the 5% and that's through KiwiSaver, also um, you know, your first home grants and all of that sort of uh, thing counts towards the deposit. 
once you've got your 5%, if you meet the, uh, the criteria in terms of if you're a single buyer and you earn no more than 95,000, uh, and if you are joint, it's max 150,000, then, you know, by all means, you should be engaging um, ourselves to, to talk about how we can get you on the property ladder for sure. That's cool. Um, obviously, engaging yourself as a professional is so important. What other professionals do they need to think about alongside a mortgage advisor? Should we be engaging in, in the purchase of a property? Yeah, sure. So this is the beauty about coming through Hewitt Mortgages. I'm surrounded by uh, so many amazing um, networks who can absolutely help our clients, you know, with their with whatever needs is required. So conveyancing lawyers, insurance advisors. I only deal with people that I trust and that I've used myself. Um, and yeah, so so really we're a one-stop shop. You just, you don't even need to worry about that stuff. I will guide you through that process. When the time is right to engage, for example, a lawyer, I will connect you with the lawyer if you don't have one. When the time comes to engage with a insurance advisor, again, I'll, I'll connect you with the, uh, with the insurance advisor. So you don't have to worry about that. We want to make it really simple for our clients to, um, you know, to, to, to go through this process. It is very stressful as it is. Mm. Uh, so, so we just want to make it easy. Yeah. A few weeks ago, we had the author, Nicole Lewis, author of Property Quadrants on the show. And she said exactly what oh. you just said. You know, if you're going to purchase your home, it, whether it's your first mm. or your fifth, use a professional who networks everyone together for you and also let them do the hard work. That's what they're skilled at rather than you trying to jump around or jump on Mr. Google to find out. Is it ever too late to buy your first home? Oh, look, it's, it's never too late at all to buy your first home. I actually had a first home buyer probably a few months ago, purchased at the age of 62 years old. Um, oh, 62 years young, I said. Yes, I'm yes. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, there's, there's a few hoops we have to jump through, but it, it just depends. Everyone's situation is completely different. Um, as long as we've got strong mitigants and a strong um, exit strategy for that particular client, absolutely, we can get them into a house. So it's, it's never, ever too late. Now, if you're an investor who perhaps already has their first property or two and are looking to get more, how do your team help achieve that? Yeah, for sure. Well, lucky for them, I'm already an experienced property investor and I'm still active in the market. So I, you know, I, I live and breathe this stuff. So when they come to your mortgages, I pretty much assess their financial situation, just like anything, really understanding what their goals and objectives are. Um, is retirement important to them? Is, you know, how many houses will they need to create that passive income that they will be satisfied uh, with? So it's really understanding on a case-by-case -case basis what everyone's, you know, wants or needs are. Um, and then we go from there. So it's a full assessment of somebody's financial situation, um, their goals and objectives, and we absolutely put a plan together and help them achieve those goals. Brilliant. And once you've got your property, how often should we be looking at refinancing? What's the goal to check in to make sure we still have the best deal? Absolutely. I, I still think that, you know, an annual review is really, really important. You know, see if it fits the purpose. Uh, for example, we've got interest rates that are significantly high and they are continuing to increase. If clients are coming off in the next year, they're probably going to want to review and see whether uh, whether they should be thinking about breaking that interest rate 
and maybe locking in longer term. Maybe, you know, every situation is different. Mm. Um, and that's why we say at Hewitt Mortgages to ensure that you're, you know, you're having your annual reviews. Um, if you're not sure, reach out to us and we can absolutely help you and review your mortgage for you. Brilliant. Now, you and I have often talked about non-bank lenders. Can you tell us yes. a little bit more about them and the place that they have in the market? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So our non-bank, they absolutely play a crucial role in, in our market. They are often referred to as second-tier lenders. Uh, they do provide a solution where your main bank can't actually offer you a solution. So these are clients who have potentially their credit scores have been hindered or their credit ratings have got, you know, adverse, they've had adverse credit in the past. They may have significant consumer debt, something like that. Uh, these banks provide a short-term solution for a long-term gain. So we don't really specialise in, in, in the non-bank space, but we have put a few customers through there. And that's because these customers, we feel... Uh, once we've, you know, provided a, I guess, a strategy for them to go to the second tier space, we also create a, a an exit strategy to bring them back mm. to a main bank. And that is the most important thing. We don't just think about taking somebody to a, a lender and leaving them there. So that that is purely transactional. For us, you know, we look at the whole picture and we want to make sure that we are improving people's financial situation. So short-term solution, take them to a second-tier lender, get what they need, uh, and then when the time is right, we refinance them back to the main bank. Yeah, brilliant. Yes, I guess for a bank, it's much more of a positive outcome if they can see they've already got the property, they're paying off their debt well. Absolutely, yep, yep. When they've, you know, when they've consolidated all their debts, uh, you know, also, I guess the, the other thing to think about is, you know, potentially their property may have increased in, in value as well. Mm. So if they would have waited and waited to get their credit right and all of that sort of thing, potentially the property priced themselves out of the property yeah. market. Now, you mentioned at the start, your father sparked your interest in property mm. and finances. So as a parent yourself, what advice have you given your own children when it comes to saving yeah. and investments? Absolutely. I... I talk very openly about money to my children. They actually know our financial situation. I think that is really important yeah. that they understand, you know, how we earn our money, what we actually do with our money, how much things cost, all of that. My advice to my to our children is to make sure they start early. They start by saving their money, um, potentially for a property, and yeah, and that they invest as early as possible. That is that is key to this whole thing is investing early, starting to, you know, start getting on the property ladder as early as possible. Um, and then, you know, potentially over time, your your property value will grow. And then already you've got, you know, massive amounts of equity in your property that will give you options to purchase again. Mm. Uh, our son, Isaac, actually has, um, you know, he already has a Sharesies portfolio. Um, he has increased his, so this is one of the other things as well as I asked him when he started his part-time job is to increase his um, KiwiSaver to the maximum. Um, and he has done that since he started his, his first job. So by the time he goes into full-time work, once he's uh, graduated, you know, he'll have full-time income. He'll be in the habit of just saving, putting that to 8 to 10% away in KiwiSaver. He already knows how to save. Um, he's already invested in shares, he's, you know, and he's Brilliant. only he's just been 20 years old. So 
start early is my my advice yeah. do not rack up that consumer debt guys that that yeah. is the thing that really gets our younger generation in trouble it is so easy to hit to easy credit and yeah. afterpays and all of that buy now pay later so my advice is yeah i think as parents we you know we need to play quite a part around financial literacy for our children to a point it's taught in schools but probably nowhere near enough yeah that's right that's right it's um Actually, I was just talking to my um, to my daughter who's 11 years old and she actually mentioned the other day that they are discussing money in their schools. Yeah, Brilliant. Which is, which is, yeah, absolutely fabulous. The other thing they did at their school was they had a, a market and each of the students were tasked to, you know, um, to set up their business and sort of whatever profit they made, they could um, divvy that amongst themselves. But the, the goal was to set up their business and understand where their money was going. So I thought that was pretty cool. That is intermediate. Cool. Awesome. Now your company's growing a lot since you first started. Tell us a little bit now about your long-term goals. Yeah, sure. So my long-term goals, you know, it's been up and down because the the property market has been, been quite unpredictable. So sort of end with COVID being really difficult trying to understand where we want to go. Do we want to grow or do we not want to grow? But there's a massive demand out there. So our plan is to have no more than 10 advisors uh, nationwide because we operate nationwide. I feel it's important for our clients to, to see us in person as well, not just mm. via Zoom. I guess the demand for our services has picked up and the old school way of thinking is who's got the best rates, that sort of thing. That's why you go to an advisor. Yeah. No, you know, we're we're more than that. You know, we offer financial advice and strategy and, you know, what your long-term vision is. And we try and help you meet those goals and objectives. And clients are realizing, oh, yes, this is not just, and I always say it, don't I, Stephen? This is not just a transaction. This is a, it, it's a transformation for our clients. So it's big picture stuff. We, we are looking to bring quite a few people on board so that our name is out there and we're helping as many people as we can. Brilliant. Awesome. So not only if you're looking for a mortgage broker, but if you are a financial advisor looking to join an awesome company, maybe you need to get in touch. You mentioned about going nationwide, but at the moment, can someone outside of Auckland still get in touch and you'll remotely work with them? For sure. For sure. We have clients all over New Zealand, uh, from down in Queenstown, right up to, you know, right up north. It's, um, it's, it's fabulous that these clients are um, seeing us all over social media or our biggest actual referrer is... Um, are our existing clients, yeah. the people that we've dealt with uh, before they are talking about our services and just putting their friends and families and uh, networks in touch with uh, with Hewitt Mortgages. And it's absolutely fantastic that we can deliver that service. That's awesome. So how can people get in touch with you? Sure. So you can look up our website, hewittmortgages.co.nz. Um, and our phone number is right there. It's quite easy. Just look us up on online. Uh, we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Uh, so, you know, don't hesitate to reach out to us, whether you send me a messenger or, um, you know, send us a message on our website, you know, that, yeah, that's how you can contact us. Fantastic. And let them know you heard Tapria on Property Matters. Well, we're going to let you go and jump back in the ocean now, you lucky thing, as I get my umbrellas ready for the walk home. Um, <laughs> thanks so much for joining us once again. If we don't catch up before Christmas, have an amazing Christmas. And we'll talk again next year and see what 2023 is looking like. Absolutely. Thank you so much for the amazing interview, Stephen. Thank you. Now, I'm delighted to welcome to Property Matters the wonderful Raywin Stanaway coming in from Barfoot and Thompson's 
Tauranga branch. Welcome to the show, Raywin. Thank you, Stephen. Nice to be here. Great to have you here. Now, before we sort of talk about Tauranga and, and Barfoot and Thompson's expansion there, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your journey that led up to this role looking after their new branch. Well, I've been with Barfoot and Thompson for, I think I'm in my 11th year now, and I actually started my journey in the Grey Lynn office as a letting agent. And I actually spent the best part, well, nine years there, um, eventually becoming head of property management. And when the opportunity came up for the new branch in Tauranga, it was, why not? I've got some family down this way and I love the area and it's like a nice challenge for me. So hence I hit and no regrets. Good, good, good to hear. And what is it about real estate and in particular property management, because that's what your branch is currently running, that you love so much? I think I just like dealing with the people. It, it's quite satisfying to know that you're not only looking after somebody's investment for them and getting the right people, but that you're actually also finding homes for people. And that doesn't matter whether they're a family or a um, flatting situation or some older people or people new to the country. It's just quite satisfying to match the right people up with the right property. Absolutely. Now, Tauranga is the company's first move beyond the Bombay Hills. Barfoot and Thompson, well known for being Auckland and North. Do you know what their reasoning was behind expanding out to, to your sunny area? Well, I think the reason is that for 100 years, they've just been so successful and are so dominant in the Auckland Northland area. It just made sense for them to... Um, sort of travel a bit further afield and um, put that offering to other parts of the country. And, you know, it's a bit of security for the company too, I guess, you know, just um, not having all their eggs in one basket, so to speak. Yeah. And it uh, made sense. Yeah, I bet during those COVID lockdown times in Auckland when parts of the country were, were out and about, there they might have been a moment of hoping to have had um, branches elsewhere. Now, you said earlier you were originally from Grey Lynn, so that's a big move to pack up and head to Tauranga. Um, were you excited about this change? Yeah, I was. Well, I'm actually born and bred from the North Shore in Auckland, and um, I used to commute across to Grey Lynn every day. Um, but, uh, yeah, I liked working in that inner city or city fringe environment, which is quite different to to where we're working now, although our office is in the Tauranga CBD, it's um, slightly less hectic than the Auckland CBD, although there is a lot of activity going on with roadworks and development down here. So it's it's quite a quite a lot of lot of things happening down here. And, are the yeah. parking wardens out and about like they are in central Auckland? Uh, they are at the moment, yes. Oh, okay, okay, all right. Um, now. What have you noticed are some of the, the differences, if any, between rental properties and their owners and tenants across the two cities? Do you notice a change in the Tauranga area? Um, no, not a great deal. Um, a lot of the property owners in the Tauranga area are actually from Auckland and other parts of the country. So, you know, there's a lot of investment properties down here, probably because there's been a lot of new development and a lot of um, new subdivisions that have been sold as investment properties 
um, particularly, I mean, Papamoa just about goes all the way to Tipuki now. And, uh, you know, we look after properties from Katy Katy down to Tipuki. So that's quite a big geographical area. And, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty much same stuff, different city, really. But yeah. it's um, good. What, what do you think is one of the biggest challenges facing landlords these days, regardless of where they are in the country? I think probably the amount of compliance and you know changes to legislation has been quite a hard thing for a lot of people to work through which is why we're really pleased that we can help landlords along on that road it, you know there, there's just been so much going on in the last couple of years it's um it can be quite mind-boggling but uh as you um probably know the legislation is um forcing people to make homes healthy which we're all for you know it, it's you know people should live in good homes and we can help people work through that process of what's required what the timelines are and how we can uh, um, get assessments of their properties done for them yeah that that reminder eh, that a property manager is just going to take that stress off a private landlord trying to navigate that path absolutely it can be actually quite mind-boggling but uh, yeah, our team, you know, they can arrange the assessments and yeah, no, they're experts in all that legislation. We have such good company training. We're kept up to date with all of that. Now, speaking of your team, they're rapidly growing. Um, what is your long-term goals for this branch? Well, the long-term goal is to become the number one property management business in Tauranga and the Bay of Plenty, I guess. You know, as I said, we go from Katy Katy to Tipuki, so... You know, it's it's a, it's a big geographical area and we've got a team of seven property managers spread out over that area, all carrying a good portfolio. So, um, yeah, there's people, they're, they're experts. And I think I added up our team. There's over 100 years property management experience in our team. Wow. So that's a lot of experience and people that have been doing it a long time and know their stuff. So, yeah. So in, in addition to a fabulous team, what do you think Barfoot & Thompson brings to your local market? I guess, you know, what is the Barfoot & Thompson difference that people can expect now that you've moved into Tauranga and the Bay of Plenty? Well, I think they can expect family values because we are a family-owned company. There's no franchise offices in the company um, and we are the Barfoot & Thompson company we represent the company we're owned by the you know the two Buffett and Thompson families and we're all on the same page we're not a franchised office that's a separate business running in a separate area and we've got, got that consistency we've got that training and we've got that investment from the directors in what we do yeah, and clocking up, I guess, close to 20,000 tenancies. They, you know, you, they, they're they a brand that know what they're doing. Absolutely, and I think we might have just tipped over that 20,000, actually. So, Brilliant. Um, we're, clo we're close to 700 properties we're running here in the Tauranga region. And, uh, yeah, we've, we've, we've been welcomed by landlords and tenants alike. A lot of our um, landlords, as I say, are familiar with the company already, and we're very pleased to see us. Right. Um, now, for, for a place to live, what have you noticed about your own lifestyle changes from escaping the big city? Well, 
we bought a house in Omakaroa, which is a little village, um, probably about halfway between Katy Katy and Tauranga. So it's about 17 k's into work every day into the CBD. And it's just a relaxed, lovely little lifestyle. And it's down a little peninsula. We've got beaches. We've got the golf course with nature. There's lots of <laughs> birds. Yeah, it's just lovely. It's just really nice. And, of course, then there's Papamoa with the big, lovely sandy beaches, which uh, puts your mind to the Gold Coast a bit. And uh, new builds down there, a lot of family areas. And then there's all of the... The orchards and the agricultural areas with the avocados and kiwi fruit, of course, which Bay Plenty is very famous for. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just a great lifestyle. You've just rattled off some really good things about the area. Because I was going to say, we often think of Tauranga as a place that people go and retire. I'm not sure if that's just the Winston Peters image of the area, but it's far more than that. Um the employment is up as well, I believe. So that should attract young people and families to move into the region. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a really big development happening in the central city. So they've sort of got this big, I think it's a four point or eight point plan of um, each little area and they're all going to work in together. So so it's quite, they've got some big plans for here and, you know, there's everything you need here. There's um, just about anything you want. You don't need to really go anywhere else. But uh, it, it's it's a, it's the biggest port in the country for a start. So, you know, there's lots of activity down there. We had our first cruise ship in past COVID uh, about two weeks ago, I think. And that was a huge celebration for the city. Yeah. You know, it was really big. big I used um, to live on the mall round in Mount Monganui and watched the cruise ships coming in. And you did, you came out at 5am, the bands would play. You kind of had no choice living right on the wharf, but it was always something really special. And this, the whole community came out to welcome in these strangers several times a year. It was really cool. I used to love it. Really, really good. And as I say, it was quite a big event welcoming that first cruise ship. And I think it was a weekend before last, but yeah, there was a big welcome, cultural welcome and shone in with a few other things happening around here. And of course, you know, we've got a lot happening. We've got the New Zealand Squash Open happening here over the next couple of weeks and the Nations Cup and Buff and Thompson are sponsoring the New Zealand Women's Squash Open. So that's a it's a good little um, event that we're really happy to be involved with. So well, when I say little, it's got, uh -huh. got world champions. So it's, it's, but it's nice that, that Tauranga can have some of those events. We had um, the Salt Ferns playing the Australians here two weeks ago. So that was nice so having a right. Constellation Cup. So, yeah, there's lots happening. Now, and last week we had the Tauranga Home Show, which was the first one in two years. And we went along to that. And uh, yeah, we had a really good turnout of people out and about. So, brilliant. Well, I think you've sold it as a place to come and live. Um, as we approach the end of the year, what sort of top tips do you have for your landlords? when it comes to any seasonal maintenance as summer's kicking in? Yeah, well, I think it would be a really good idea just to have a look at the exteriors of property. Sometimes you get that, you know, that sort of mildew and mould on the south side of houses and maybe just a sort of water blasting, make sure that the, the pathways and everything have been cleaned off of any moss that might have built up over the year. Um, certainly a good time to look at any um, pruning, especially after the bit of spring growth. Um, and yeah, just just make sure that um, the property's are nice and 
easy for people to use over summer with grounds, you know, looking at decks, maybe water blasting or painting decks and just making the properties more homely for for their tenants because, you know, once upon a time people used to rent as a temporary thing before they bought a house. These days people rent for life. So mm. they're there. And the nicer you can make the, the home, the better the tenant you're going to get and the longer you're going to keep them. So um, I think, you know, just so, and, you know, the other things you might want to think about if you've had a really good tenant in there, maybe just giving them a little something over that Christmas period, even if it's a supermarket voucher or even a box of chocolates or a bottle of wine. Yeah. You know, there's a lot to your tenants and yeah. they appreciate that. So, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Now, if you've managed to sell Tauranga to someone who wants to head your way or there's a local landlord that wants their property managed by the Barfoot and Thompson team, how can people get in touch with you? Well, they can get in touch with us. At, they can either pop into our office at 267 Cameron Road. Um, yeah, they can get in touch with us at by email at tauranga.rental at barfoot.co.nz or they can go on Barfoot and Thompson website and they will find us there under, if they search for the Tauranga branch, and you'll be able to meet all our team online, and we're happy to give a market appraisal for the property and come around and chat about how we can help. Brilliant. Thanks, Raywin. All the best in sunny Tauranga, and we'll look forward to perhaps checking in in a year's time and seeing where the branch has grown to next. Absolutely. Hope we see you all down here over the summer. Well, thanks for tuning in today. Another great show and a big thank you to Tapri Hewitt for beaming in from her wonderful holiday and Raywin for joining us from the sunny Bay of Plenty. I guess the key takeaway from me from Tapri's interview for first home buyers is getting that consumer debt down. It's all too accessible these days to sign up for store credit, buy now, pay later schemes and higher purchase. So we need to work hard to keep these at a minimum. And if you do have them, perhaps chat to your bank about a debt consolidation loan to get all of these closed and then just one loan to pay off through your regular provider. Don't forget your KiwiSaver. Such a great way to get your first deposit. Bump up your weekly contributions to the max and before you know it, you're a good way towards a deposit. Once again, the importance of using professionals to manage your investment is the key to success. Mortgage brokers, financial advisors, lawyers, insurance brokers, building inspectors, all to ensure you get the best investment for the best price, then a reputable property manager to manage and look after the investment from then on is the key. Now, as we approach the end of the year, we are on the hunt for some great guests for 2023. So if you work in the property investment landscape in any way, we would love to hear from you. Or perhaps you have a new exciting product that can be of benefit to the investment, landlord or property management space. Please get in touch. We would also like to hear your questions. We have our legal beagles on standby to answer them. So if you're a tenant, landlord or potential investor with a question, get in touch by emailing us at propertymatters at barfoot.co.nz. As always, our shows are played live on Planet FM in Auckland, 104.6 FM, and you can stream our podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. Thanks to Adam for editing today's show, and to Matt for his work in publicity, along with the wonderful marketing team at Barfoot & Thompson for all their hard work and support. Have a wonderful week. We'll see you again soon on Property Matters.